It's time to line them up. Opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Get ready to place your bets. Welcome back. Becky Wells Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth on a Friday. It is a football Friday. We'll get to some baseball later this hour. Our thoughts on how to play the AL and NLCS, both heading to Game 6. ALCS Game 6 tonight. Red Sox back in Houston against the Astros. Try to close it out. Ed Egros next hour on all things NFL. Let's dive back into some of these games here. Um, and I guess we can start with the Eagles and the Raiders, a game we touched on a little bit earlier this week. I like the Eagles in this spot. Eagles are getting three points in Las Vegas against the Raiders. Uh, you know, Obviously, the Raiders coming in off of a good win last week, but one that I, I think it's a spot to fade the Raiders. Last week was a good spot to take them. Joe, you were on that. Uh, the first week without Gruden, they kind of rally around it. Uh, they're playing what I thought was a good opponent for them, a divisional opponent. This week, they get the Eagles coming in. A couple injury notes that are on the right side for the Eagles. Dallas Goddard was, came off the COVID list yesterday, so he'll be back and playing in this game. And Lane Johnson, it sounds like, uh, and from what I heard yesterday, he was playing right tackle in practice. So it sounds like Lane Johnson's back for the Eagles at right tackle against what is a pretty good rush there for the Raiders, especially with Max Crosby doing what he's done this year. Eagles, Raiders, it is a three-point number. The total on the game right now sits at, what are we looking at? Eagles, Raiders, is 48 and a half. 48 and a half. That's down. That's down. Uh, I I thought (laughs) the Eagles. I mean, you guys are unbelievable. Uh, Kelsey has like takes on Ben Simmons at the press oh, conference yeah. yesterday. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. It was I great. mean, this is this is what happens here. <laughs> yeah. One team melts down. They ask the other team about it. <laughs> what? What? Oh man. Um, as far as the side goes, I have flip flop this week. So what it's telling me is, Joe, just stay away. You don't have a, a good read on this game. I, I was thinking earlier in the week that at, at Vegas minus a field goal, that there was some value there. Then. You know, I was talking to Paul Aspen about our picks yesterday, and then I was coming around to the Eagles plus three. I should probably just stay away. The total is what's interesting because mm-hmm. it opens at 47 and a half. It gets uh, bet up to 49 and a half, and now we're back down a point inside that number of 49. I expect there to be some points, but uh, not that totals are my thing. Just the one thing, I'm, and I ask, this is the weekly question, and I'm just amazed that it hasn't re- really changed here. The numbers tell me that the Eagles are awesome with their run game. Rushing yards per attempt, they're number one in the NFL. Explosive run rate, number one in the NFL. Football outsiders rush DVOA, number three. They're number four in the NFL in rushing success rate. And it just doesn't seem like it's a big part of the offense. It's, it's not any part of the offense. They, they, they're neutral. Um, like, you know, when the game, neutral parts of the game, right? Like the game isn't out of hand. They are passing 75% of the time, 75% in neutral situations. It, it's, I mean, just turn on, if you want to, if you want to hear people scream about this, turn on WIP at any point during the week and people but, are just yelling, run the ball. Yeah. But like, I get it. And, and I get the same reaction when I hear people calling the score in Chicago and dealing with some of that about running the football. And, you know, it's the only good thing the bears have done so far, blah, blah, blah. I, I understand you don't have a great offense unless right. you are moving the football through the air. But if you are top five in the league at it, like, why don't you play into that? Why don't you lean into that? I don't understand. So here is a theory I have. I think teams are baiting the Eagles and Jalen Hurts into throwing it because, you know, the read option is just you read the defense, right? There's there's not there's not a 
you don't get to do what you want. You do what the defense dictates for you to do. I think they're doing it on purpose. I think the defenses are inviting them to throw. Like, you want to throw it 50 times? We'll just line mm-hmm. up this way so that the, you have to throw the football. So I, I think part of it is teams are baiting them. I do like them this week. Last point on the game. Raiders make a lot of explosive plays through the air. Eagles are allowing some of the fewest explosive plays through the air. They keep everything in front of them. I think the matchup right. and the way these two teams play, it, it lends itself to the Eagles keeping the Raiders' offense at bay. I mean, they'll move the ball, but I don't think they'll put up 30 points. I, I think this is a pretty good matchup for the Eagles. It's a good defense. Eagles are uh, number two in the NFL in yards per play. So I, I'm i curious how this total goes, what happens with the scoring in this game. I, I don't have a strong opinion side or total. Aaron? I'm thinking, I know that the total did go down, but if the Eagles do decide to run the ball and run it effectively like they have, um, 5.2 yards per rush, the Raiders don't defend the run very well. Right. Maybe, you know, there won't be a lot of explosive plays and this goes under. I don't have a good feel for this game yeah, either. I don't um, But that's kind of what I was thinking during our conversation. Yeah, it's it's it feels like a close game. I'd be surprised if this is 10 or 14 points one way or the other. I, I like the Eagles plus the three. All right, let's go to the Bears and the Bucks. Sunday, uh, one of the later window games, Bears traveling to Tampa Bay. Uh, we had on Simon Hunter yesterday, he called it the po- worst possible matchup for this Bears team because they run the football, Bucks stop the run. They're mm-hmm. not an efficient throwing team right now, and that's how you can beat the Bucks through the air. Uh, Joe, where are you on this one? It's a 12 and a half. The Bears are underdogs, of course, in Tampa. I mean, Simon's right. Uh, the look ahead was 10. Now we're up to 12 and a half. I'm curious if the number uh, goes back to uh, on the rise like it was early on in the week. It wouldn't surprise me if we get past 13, 13 and a half. I don't see it touching 14, but we shall see. Uh, Injury report is big here. It doesn't look like Gronk's going to play, but they had O.J. Howard on the practice field yesterday. So not a huge deal. They have so many tight ends on that team. Uh, Antonio Brown has practiced again with the ankle. Watch for that one. Because if all of a sudden you don't have – you know, four really good weapons on the outside. We're talking about a, a couple of guys. Like maybe, maybe it's it's not going to be blowout territory like we were thinking. I mean, PFF had the Antonio Brown matchup against the Bears secondary as the fifth best wide in favor of the wide receiver of all the matchups in the NFL this week. Uh, but Simon's right. If the Bears want to hang around, it's got to be because of Justin Fields. And they've been going run heavy, I believe, because – of uh, the matchups that we've seen Packers and Raiders both bottom five rush defenses. So they've, you're going to give us that we're going to run the ball a little bit. Um, He's average. Justin Fields is averaging 165 passing yards per game. I mean, it's going to have to light it up. He's going to have to have the best game he's had. He he threw over just over 200 against the lions. It's by far the worst secondary in the NFL. And it was just a little over 200. Uh, his prop is higher than that. It's in the 220s. I don't know. Until I see it, I think that's a bit high. But he is willing to push it down the field. So what are we going to see out of the Tampa secondary? It's the only way you can score points on them. So it's going to be it's going to be on fields. Uh, I know Richard Sherman was not practicing. <laughs> Do they have any starters back there yet? Anybody? Jeez. Nobody. I mean that that's your that's your chance to keep it close. The trend has been Bears unders five in a row. Bears unders have hit. I'm so scared about Tom Brady in this matchup. I wouldn't play that. Aaron, what do you think of this one? Bears 12 and a half point underdogs against Brady. I don't have a good feel for this one either. This week is tough. Um, if anything, it I is. might, I I might look at some props. 
Um, I mean, Justin Fields, it seems like he only has one interception every other game. So, which would mean if he didn't have one last week, he, he's due for one. Um, so it's at 0.5, half an interception, <laughs> over, under. I don't know. I'm, I'm just really digging here to find something that I like in this game to play. But um, I don't have a good feel for this one. I'm if, you guys, if you guys had to play the side, would you go Tampa or Chicago? Chicago. If I had you, I'd go Tampa. You go Chicago. <laughs> I go Chicago. It feels like a it's a lot of points, and the Chicago defense has been. I mean, last week they kept that game to what ten? They lost twenty four fourteen to uh, Green Bay. But yeah. here's a side. Here's a, a prop offense I is like. a lot better than the Packers I know. right now. It is. Yeah. A, a prop I like is is the Bears team total over seventeen. I'm not asking for much there. Over seventeen points. It's the NFL. It's 2021. I think of the Eagles game last week, right? Tampa was up 28-7. Eagles scored a couple touchdowns late to get in. Um, you know, right now I, I see some similarities between the, the Eagles with Jalen Hurts and, and uh, the Bears with, with you know, their young quarterback, Justin Fields. It's, it's spotty. The passing's not really where you need it to be. But I, I think they get over seven. I could see the bus taking their foot off the gas late and the Bears get over 17. I, I That's the side of this I like. Bears over 17. The, the right. back door will be open. <laughs> You don't think the Bears could score 18 points in this game? Then Matt Nagy should go to jail. I mean, come on. It's the NFL. <laughs> Haven't we established that? You yeah, I know. But but good. I mean, come on. If you can't get to 18 points against a team that should be up on you, this should be you would think that Todd Bowles is You would think Todd Bowles is going to send a lot of pressure against a rookie quarterback, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Has that Bears offensive line any better than the last couple weeks? I'm eh. – all right. They still Not, haven't posted the, a prop on the rushing yards. I want to see what they put Herbert at. Yeah. Against. I mean, this is the mismatch of all mismatches. Teams sure. aren't even trying against Tampa. They don't even try yeah. because they, they're so good. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's, it's not even part of the game. But all right. Let's go to Monday night. Saints at the Seahawks. We haven't really hit on this game much this week. It is the Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith Bowl Monday night. Are we get, did we get the Mannings back for this one? I think we do. I think Peyton and yeah. are coming back. Finally. Oh, so let's go through this because some people might put into parlays this weekend or, or teaser, whatever. Um, sure. Saints minus four and a half road favorites in Seattle. Total 42 and a half, one of our lower totals of the weekend. And we know the Seahawks last week did cover with Gino in that Steeler game. I just, this is, uh, this is gross. <laughs> like, this is a gross game. Come on. You got something on it. What do you think? Yeah, I like the Seahawks plus the, plus the number. Okay. My first lean was that without really thinking about the matchups then i started to dig into it and i'm like you know what? Way. i'm thinking the other way I, I get uh you're getting more than a field goal and you got seahawks at home uh geno smith against uh, a top tier defense last week looked really good in the second half he had four scoring drives in the second half on the road at pittsburgh now the first half was rough i mean what did we do to deserve this geno smith in prime time a back-to-back weeks i mean what are we doing Come on, let's, let's. I know flexing is not part of the Monday Night Football thing, but it should be. Yeah, My make it. God. Change it. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas is still not practicing. So I believe he's eligible to uh, return, but he's still not out there. I know Taysom Hill was not practicing. Listen, I'm just, I'm looking at it and I see Sean Payton, extra time to prepare against Pete Carroll. I'm in favor of Sean Payton there. I'm laying a little bit more than a field goal. And the Seahawks with Geno out there, they really want to run. They really do. They were not going away from it on Sunday night. That is not going to work in this game either. So now if we go 
I got Lattimore in my secondary, and now we're going to force Geno Smith to throw it. I like my chances. Um, I, I would go Saints here. I'm not saying it's one of my favorite. I don't feel like as strong as I do like the Bengals, but it might make my top five. Saints minus four and a half. Aaron, what are you thinking? Gino, Jameis, are you back on the Jameis train? No, oh, I good. am not. But what I am on is Alvin Kamara. So the Saints have been a run-heavy team with him, obviously, but I think we're going to see a shift to the passing game. We saw it last week against Washington. He had five receptions for 51 yards. Will that continue? The it, I'm going to take the over 29 and a half receiving yards for Kamara. Seattle ranks dead last in total defense. Not only do the Seahawks struggle against the run, but they're even worse against the pass. So I think you could see Kamara have a good receiving yards game. I could see that. Yeah, that, that might be a way to play. This might be the props if you're unsure of the side. I, I like that, too. Um, that's the Monday night game. We'll dive more into the game, of course, coming up. On Monday, let's hit one for Sunday night. This is this is actually a fun game. I won a couple weeks ago. I was kind of dreading, like, really, I'm going to watch this on Sunday night. Now I don't mind it as much because the Colts look more confident and the Niners are coming off a bye, so I'm expecting better play out of them. The number is settled in at four and a half. The, the Niners are yeah. four and a half point favorites. Total of 44. Uh, we're we're almost sure it's Garoppolo on Sunday. I, I did get a little uncertain with the uh, comment by Shanahan yesterday that he thinks by Sunday Garoppolo will be 100%. I read that as he's not 100% right now. He's going to start, but that's the, like, I like the Niners side with Garoppolo out there. It worries me that he's playing not at 100%, and if Lance is hurt, like, if you back the Niners here, there is a chance that if Garoppolo re-injures that thing, you're in trouble. You're in trouble early on in that game, but I, I do lean the Niners with Garoppolo playing this game. San Francisco's one in four against the spread this year. Uh, this is uh, trendy, but around this time of the year, if you start backing those those teams that are off to rough starts, ATS, you're probably going to be all right and fading those teams that are off to four and one, five and one starts. Uh, yeah, so Jimmy G was limited at practice on Thursday. Trent Williams, they're all world left tackle. He did not practice again, so keep an eye on that one. Uh, Trey Lance, <laughs> was he was he fun to cover? He was, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, uh, he's getting older, so he's probably not gonna be healthy. He's still really good, but yeah, he's he's dealing with something this week. We'll see if he's out there. Uh, Trey Lance not practicing. San Francisco offense hasn't shown much explosion, so I wonder what Shanahan has dialed up coming in off the bye. That'll be interesting to watch. We know about um, they're going to focus more so with the run game. Shanahan as a heavy favorite, he has not been very good. Now, the Colts, are they playing their best football? That's the question we have to ask ourselves right now. The number's been bouncing around through those around those dead numbers, like all over the place, four and a half, and then it's five and a half. Now we're back to four and a half. It's, it's been quite strange. I guess they're trying to figure out what's happening with the QB situation. Uh, but the yards per play were impressive. I know it was a bad defense in the Texans, but uh, the yards per play with Wentz, uh, very impressive last week. He's not turning Wentz the ball has been over. Really good in the last two games. Like, yeah, very impressive. He, they're not turning it over. So, I mean, the Colts. Four touchdowns, no interceptions, good. 625 yeah. yards in the last two games. Let's go, Wentz. Keep it up. I'd, li- they I'd might lean get Colts. I'd lean Colts, but I don't feel great about it. I'm, to I'm just, I'm just watching you guys talk yourself into Carson, watching it happen. He is, <laughs> he's played better. I can't deny it. He's played better. He, the last couple, I mean, yeah. I know. He's I awesome. know. He's awesome. 
No, no, no. <laughs> he got 11 <laughs> completions <laughs> last week. 11 completions. Everyone needs to relax. All right, let's talk some baseball coming up. ALCS, NLCS. It's Becky Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. 